0: Great future we're talking real money oh canada our home men
1: all right hi why did i open with the canadian national anthem i'll tell you in a minute welcome to the talking real money i'm don that's tom oh he's wearing the
2: deutsche deutsche fußball i like to hear the pronunciation on that one yeah go ahead what is it Deutscher? deutscher yeah, you got that part right yeah uh-huh. it's, it is Germ- Bund. yeah okay all right that's pretty close yeah it's the foosballers of germany you got that part going well done okay wow this it's is green it's a green show. day yeah how about that yeah,
1: yeah. canadian flag is red I red is. and green we got all this going on today hi again don mcdonald here along with tom cock on the show we call talking real money for the very obvious reason that we talk about real money issues that really affect your life and we really do want to help that's why we've been doing this since nearly the beginning of time
2: no i think it was when the earth cooled actually
1: well yeah it was a little hot prior to that you bet talk about global warming that was some some steamy earth 855-935-TALK that is our phone number and uh we just decided to make this a deal we're just going to keep giving books away to people who call the show which book financial physics the book of course
2: yeah and you sign them and send them out sometime in the late 23rd century somewhere in that yep. area so yep that's kind I get
1: all those that man that's a pile of books i know a lot of people called you need a new right arm so i'm i'm telling you i'm getting cramped i i'm getting old and getting cramped up it's in this great hour. book great book. and so call get an answer to your question and get a book 855-935-talk 855-935-8255 do you know why i sang oh canada there i really
2: have no idea i know you had
1: no idea yesterday on the daily podcast Mm -hmm. i got a call from a guy in canada who wanted to become start investing for his retirement now if it was a call from the United States, he just wanted some ideas, and he wanted it simplified. And I thought, what could be simpler than our two-fund solution? At Vanguard, Vanguard, yep. Vanguard yeah, Total Vanguard World total... Stock
2: Index and the Vanguard
1: Total Bond. Boom. Right. Yeah. So I thought, until the guy in the in, in the call, the whole time I'm listening to the call, I, I'm thinking, Vanguard Total World, Vanguard Total Bond. This is going to be easy. Boom, boom, boom. And then he said, last like the last sentence, oh, I'm in Canada. And I went, uh-oh. I just realized. Wait a minute! Isn't this the other border
2: n- where they're building the wall? You can still get in and out of Canada. You right? can still
1: get in and out. All right. But our mutual funds apparently can't get into Canada. They're locked out. They're locked out of Canada. Just so those plain options weird. were not available, mm. and so I started doing some. Ver- and since we're you know we're we're close to the border with Canada when we do the show live, we are
2: very I mean, close to the border.
1: We may have Canadians listening right this very moment going, "Why don't you help us?"
2: I think that's well, we're fair. We're going to help you. we have uh, by the way we have a lot of podcast listeners I think. Oh ho ho. And ho, ho, ho. not as big as we are in China for some I, for Do you translate I, this on the weekends? Do you do Mandarin uh, on Sundays or no, something? I, I have no idea, I'm, but we have a lot of people I'm, in China. That They're to apparently the show.
1: far better at English than we are at Mandarin. <laughs> That's a good guess. Um, anyway, so we there have... are a lot of them. So anyway, I went doing some looking, and yeah. it turns out that there are index funds. The vast majority of money in Canada, though, is still
2: in actively managed mutual funds. I can remember 20 years ago when every fund, you only fund you could buy in Canada had a commission on them. There was no right. load, period, nothing. Right,
1: oh, right. Well, now they have no load funds, and now they have some indexes but they have not reached the point of us yet they they uh for example at, at RBC Royal Bank of Canada
2: which is huge they, yeah they have
1: a they have a US index fund which is similar to the S&P 500 fund its expenses on an How annual much?
2: basis 0.69% which you could buy an S&P 500 index fund for about zero here right point, well zero you or could. at Vanguard i think it's like zero, zero. 0.05 I, and or i think 0.06. schwab is something similar yeah so yeah that's
1: um, 10 so times I, by my measure i was sitting around going well why is, is vanguard there and i did some checking get this it wasn't until 2018 that vanguard funds entered the canadian wait market. Whoa,
2: whoa whoa no vanguard in canada till last year
1: till last year
2: that's and crazy the only
1: and they only offer four mutual funds actual mutual funds every one of them get this actively managed. They only offer four actively managed funds, Windsor, a, a version of Wellington, you know that kind of stuff. and but That's they crazy. do offer for this is for all of you in Canada. We well, already, already the Maple did. We already
2: did the anthem. Isn't that enough? So I don't know. Land of the Maple Leaf. Yeah. Land of Hockey. Yeah. Land of
1: A. Yeah. Uh, there are funds. There are ETFs that are pretty good. Oh. There's a, a total US Canadian dollar hedged, which is VUS, and there's a uh, aggressive, or I'm sorry, an aggregate bond fund VAB. So we do have a semi two fund solution for you there. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking. Real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no-obligation appointment with one of our advisors at TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Call us anytime, 855 935 Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Here on Talking Real Money, I'm Don. That's Tom, and I I forgot a fund for you, Canadian folks. Go for back all because of yeah, I mean, so if you're, north of the border. So if
2: you if you're in Canada and you need to here in the United States, we give you the two fund Vanguard portfolio. By right. the way, for full disclosure, the reason we give you the two fund is because it's simple. It's pretty good. It's not great. If you want better. And I sent somebody this morning. and become well, a, cl- a client. That, but you could go, I, you, I sent somebody to Paul Merriman's website today because he has a 10 fund Vanguard portfolio that I would suspect if you build it and you rebalance it and do all the work you need to do, it would probably they perform will come. better. There, there you go. So you can go to paulmerriman.com for that. But if you're north of the border and you can only invest in Canada, we have a three fund portfolio, which Vanguard is-
1: Vanguard ETF Solution. Yeah. V U S. VUS. Which is the Vanguard U.S. total Canadian dollar hedged yeah, of course. portfolio. You don't need to add that, but v, okay. I forgot this one. VEF, which is the Vanguard developed world uh, 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 Canadian dollar hedged. VEF. And then for your bonds, VAB, and that's Vanguard Aggregate Bond Fund. Which I'd love to know what that holds, but it's Canadian bonds. Okay, it's all Canadian, well, which is great. So They're is it that funny guaranteed. money
2: then, or is it other money then? I see? <laughs> I Canadians know. probably consider our money funny. Yeah, but ours isn't so, called yeah. the loony. So I don't know. Uh, Just oh, saying. I know. Just I saying. Know. So okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm not picking on Canada. I love Canada. Yeah, you are. Love yeah. Canada. No, you are. And you place. know, for
1: somebody who lives as close to Canada as you do, that is a dangerous <laughs> thing. Aren't they putting been up been a wall to,
2: or something? I don't they've know. They've been
1: known to cross the border and take out people like you.
2: I know, because you think my house anti- is like, you think from my house you can see Canada. I you think.
1: can. <laughs> yeah, And Russia. Isn't that Canada you're, right there? <laughs> you're an anti <anti-Kinokian.
2: laughs> canuckian Kanukian. Come on. Don't make it crazy now. Oh, canuckian, Canucki- what, Canuckian, is that, is that a Canadian who sings in a bar or something? Yeah. Canuckian.
1: I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, we're that. gonna have a little kanioke con- here <laughs> yeah. on talking real money eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number so those are those are your funds canadians right. you don't it. even have to say thank you go ahead get those you funds could, now if you didn't hear him, you could say uh, a but that's another store now we'll go to another state from which you can see canada almost <laughs> pennsylvania and <laughs> 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 craig welcome to talking real money
2: hey craig hello don and tom how are you we're doing great how can we help you
3: today well, I have nine grandchildren, and I have five twenty-nines for each of them. They range in age from 1 to 13. I have average about $20,000 each in them.
2: And you are one great-grandfather. I got to say 13.
3: that, man. Well, we try to help out when we can. Good for you. But they range, range in age from 1 to 13. Several years ago... Uh,
2: I lost track of Dawn, and I... uh, Me too, by uh, the way. Some of the happiest years of my life, frankly. There was a silver (laughs) alert up on the screens (laughs) on the highway. Have you seen this man? No, we have not. He's still on a couple of milk cartons, I think, in the Midwest somewhere. So go ahead.
3: Yeah. Well, with the the way the (laughs) politics were going and what I thought, I thought the economy was going to crash. I put everything in cash. It's been about five years.
2: Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa! Your kids, your grandkids' 529s in uh, cash?
3: That's yes, what he said in a money market, you know, and uh, that was a Craig, mistake, I Craig, realized.
1: Craig. We were going to so try to you be nice lost to people track people today. Of me. You lost track of me in more ways nobody, than nobody. <laughs> nobody was holding your hand through that, huh? That's right. That's right. Craig, That's I would have been holding your hand through that. I would have said, "Craig." so what the question Craig.
2: is what to do today. Chill. Is that your question? Yes. OK, this is easy. where where's is... the five twenty nine? Where is it right now? Uh, Well, I have five of them at Schwab, two
3: at Vanguard, and one in in Alaska through Tiro Price.
2: Okay. I mean, here's what I would do, because this is an easy Mm -hmm. solution. You don't really have to do much. Mm -mm. I would simply, and I don't, because I don't, I don't think Schwab has an age-based plan. We'll have to look. But if you go to Utah, the Utah 529 plan, for example, which would take a little work because you have to set up one for each of the nine grandkids, but you go You set those up, and then they'll move the money from wherever it is to the Utah plan, and it's age-based. So they will build the appropriate portfolio for a one-year-old, which would look different than somebody who's 13, right? Because at 13, you're going to have a few bonds in there because you're getting within five years of using the money. At one, it's going to be 100% stocks. Now, you don't have to think about what's going on in markets, all the rest of it. It's all set. It's, you know... Set it and forget it kind of portfolio. I mean, that would be my easy solution. The only issue you're going to have is you're going to have to open those nine accounts at a different custodian. That's going yeah, to take some I time. And I would but- do.
1: I I concur, and I would absolutely do it for a couple of reasons. One, we know that Utah's plan has very low fees. Two, we know that Utah's plan has very good funds. And three, we know they have those age based accounts, so it takes the guesswork out. They move the money for you at appropriate ages. And then, oh, let me add four. Don't call them and do anything with it from then on.
2: Yeah, I mean that would don't, be the other that's the other advantage for Craig is you won't be in the middle of all that depending on how you feel about what the future looks like because Feelings are great for your grandkids, not great for the grandkids' money. I put it that way. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. That, so you just worth go worth to, it? I think it's,
2: what's the website, Don? What is it? My529.org. My My529.org. I would simply go there, open the accounts. They will help you. I mean, you could probably have to, once the accounts are open, get on the phone with them. They'll help you move the money over, do the age-based program. Boom, it's all done and life goes on. Okay, very much, very thank you, very very much. I appreciate it. Our, my pleasure. You're by the very... way, I'm seeing my grandsons tonight, man. Woo! And you had a nice video from your granddaughter today too. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to play it. Oh, that was a classic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're
1: trying. See, yeah, we're not hearing it, but uh, I, it's not playing. My my granddaughter uh, was in the car with my yeah. daughter, and she and uh, and my daughter said, "So, who do you want to go see?" And she goes, "Gampa." And she goes we're not going to see grandpa right now. She did the biggest, loudest, most fake cry. <laughs> oh, you got no that was a real seen.
2: cry. Come on. That was not
1: cuz she no. did. <laughs> oh, stop. I thought it was real. You always know it's a fake cry yeah. when they can instantly stop it without any
2: <laughs> I thought it, they had me at the first wail, but okay, I guess not. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. I it was pretty Damn gone, gone, cute. pretty cute. So. You
1: know, I can't set up. Here's I got a I got a problem. I can't set up a 529 for my oldest grandson. Do you know because... why? Because? My daughter doesn't want anyone oh, anywhere yeah. to have his social security number. we well, then... freaked people out so much. Thanks, Herb Weisbaum.
2: I'm <laughs> going to blame Herb for this one? <laughs> I'm going to blame her. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, if you don't- Don't give willing... your social security yeah. number to okay. anyone. Well, I need it for setting up the 529s for I the know grandkids. a place
2: we could go get it. Yeah, I don't want to publicly say this, but yeah, someone? I could I could get it for you. It's, wow, you! you I log into nefarious. the dark web and uh, you get are the info. More nefarious than I thought. <laughs> exactly. That's too bad because uh five twenty nine are great. Scheming. By the way, five twenty nine for those of you who don't know is a great program because you put the money in right, and then when it comes out, it comes out tax free. It's uh, absolutely wonderful. It has to be used for educational expenses. But if you do any other type of investing for a child and you take it out after growth, you're going to pay tax on it. So the 529 Mm -hmm.
1: is really a great program. And we really do like the Utah plan. And no, we don't get compensated by anybody. We suggest anybody, well, except Vestry, which is our firm. Of course, we compensate ourselves.
0: Tom and Don are talking real
1: money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Well, Brian, nice job on the ball. Yep. Brian's yep. screening the calls for us today, and he came in and said, Yes, Schwab does offer age-based 529 plans so craig you could keep it
2: there yeah he could leave the four i think he said four of them were at schwab you can leave those there move them to the age-based program and then take the other ones and go to utah that's what i would do and then
1: no matter whether you hear my voice on the radio or a podcast (laughs) or not you do not try to guess what the market's going to do Craig is another, I hate to use people as examples, but I don't because I do it all the time. Craig is a great example of why you should not follow your hunches. Oh, I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I know the I know the market like right now, everybody's saying, Oh, the market's at all time highs. What are we gonna do? We're gonna talk about that today. We are gonna talk about it. We are gonna have a serious talk with you, young man, young woman, all of you out there listening. You are in trouble. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number, and Robert, you're next. Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, good afternoon, guys. How you doing? We are having fun. How can we help you today? Well,
3: I got. Uh, I have a couple questions, actually. But let me get to the most important one first. Uh, I retired last year, and um, and right now my entire 401k is sitting uh, with Fidelity. Um, you know, in the 401k account, not you know, hasn't been rolled over yet. And um, and so I wanted to take a portion of that and um, and uh, roll it over to Vanguard to be able to. Um, to uh, do a Roth conversion, you know, possibly next, you know, at the end of the year, and um, and so I talked with Vanguard and I was talking to Fidelity, and um, and the guy mentioned something that that I was completely unaware of, and uh, and he said that uh, like fifty three thousand of my of my four hundred one k has already been taxed, and so therefore I could just move it direct into a Roth account. Yeah,
2: that's correct. Yeah, it was yep. a Roth Roth four hundred one k money that you paid tax on. Then it went into the uh, into the retirement plan. Sure, that's right. Yep, that's immediately convertible to a Roth. Really, I yeah,
3: I, I had never I had never heard that before, and uh, and it just I uh, so would they would they provide me with the documentation to be able to to um, uh, give me the exact amount for. Uh, yeah uh you know for tax purposes yes you're They'll asking whether fidelity amount. would have it yeah, yeah. fidelity will oh, have yeah, the of exact course. amount sure okay
1: without a doubt
3: interesting i you know that that is such such a gimme i i, I would have thought that i would have heard of something like that
1: well the, the, you know for so many years and, and it's a relatively relatively recent innovation within uh 401 plans yeah but for the most part, people think of 401s as tax-deductible, tax-deferred vehicles. But in fact, for a while, there have been these uh, already taxed accounts, which are called a Roth 401k, just like a Roth IRA and uh, they're, they're a great way to—they're a great way to save. If you have it available to you, it's wonderful.
2: Yeah, and I think if you're young, you maybe—and depending on your tax situation, it might make sense to break it up. Have have half or some amount go in pre-tax and have the rest go in post-tax because then you got different pots of money. But yeah, I yeah, got to tell Roth, you though, so. my
1: inclination is to lean always toward the Roth if you are going to be a saver your yeah. entire life because if you're a great saver and investor. There's very little doubt that you're going to end up in a higher bracket
2: well, when you retire than you're true. in while you're working. All right, we got. What's well, your other question, real quick, I, Robert? Um,
3: I, I retired at the end of the year, so, uh, so this is just a yep. standard 401k, so I can still do that.
2: A standard four. So now you get me confused about well, where it the must money
3: is, have. So. It, it, it must
1: have some Roth money in it if it got taxed already or you put in some post-tax contributions uh, some
3: post some post-tax contributions when yeah in, and you I, can I make on y- my paycheck
1: yeah. yeah you can make post-tax contributions and those aren't While they're not a roth they are subject they are not subject to, t- to uh the the same rules they can go right into a roth because they never got that benefit of being tax deductible at the time so you're good to go enjoy it and uh also i love the idea of the occasional roth conversions do some pre-tax planning make sure you don't creep into a higher bracket 855-935-TALK is our number stop by
0: Tom and Don are talking real money
1: just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website talkingrealmoney.com
0: reality radio for a really great future we're talking real money
1: only because money is really, truly important. There are a lot of important things in your life, but when you head back to their ultimate solution, their ultimate cause, money's at the root of a lot, including all evil.
2: Just ask no. Robert love Kraft. Of He'll money. tell you anyway. Okay,
1: love sorry. of money.
2: Is, <laughs> Too easy. You
1: know, Robert could have afforded a higher class facility. I Think
2: so, and maybe <gasps> even at his house. I just feels very strange. I don't, so. Yeah, and showing I, people his ring. I don't know. That's kind of weird, but okay. It, hey, you know, people have their own <laughs> weird I, things. I, I don't, I, don't I, ask. You know, I don't
1: it. ask. Don't tell. Don't do anything. Did you give just the number talk about money? I love talking about money because it's such a clean topic. Though. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> it's always so pure. Well, we, could, but we can talk about almost anything. <laughs>
2: well, that's true. You know, we're true. not going to
1: get censored. We're really not going to get yeah. censored for All money right. talk. Not not really. All these, You know, some of these other podcasts and radio shows. The stuff they say. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. I always thought about doing one that was just saying bad words just so I can get an explicit on the, yeah, uh, on yeah. the Apple podcast.
2: Because,
1: yeah. you know, if you have an explicit, I think you get more... Of, listeners i don't know why
2: you know and i sometimes feel like that when people ask me what do i do with my money now that the s&p 500 and nasdaq are at closing records
1: you know what's interesting before we get into that last week was i do the market reports on Como, and last week was one of the more boring movement weeks and yet last week was when the s&p and the nasdaq hit new highs Uh, and they moved up like up, up two points that was, it didn't take much to get them to these new highs. I know, but yeah, what do you do? What do you do oh, when the markets at a just, new high? You start
2: gnashing your teeth. You jump up and down. You you move yell all your money scream. to cash. Yeah, like, no, that was Robert. No, that wasn't do. Robert. That was Craig. No, I mean you do really. Let me think. Uh nothing. That's it. But the question isn't so much what you do if you have money already in the market. The question always is, I now have this money, and I want to invest for the future but I don't want to do it now because stocks are at record high. Z. Then what do you say?
1: The same thing. <laughs> I was waiting for that. How come? No, just put it in. Just it, 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 you. You do what you've always done. If you're making money, if you have money, the money should be going in to the stock market in the right allocation for your tolerance for volatility. Remember... We need to take the word risk out of your vocabulary. Yeah, because that because sounds like we're losing everything. Yeah. When investors hear the word risk, they think, Vegas, lottery, right. I yep. can lose everything. Yep. It's not risk when you're owning the entire global economy. It's just not risk. Unless
2: the the world explodes. Exactly. Then then yeah. maybe money's not the show probably but, isn't on the air anymore then at that point. All bets Shocking. are off at that know, point. So it doesn't matter. So okay, uh, you, you but this is a, this is a, we're 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 being kind of silly about a topic that does come up very seriously. So I'm going to ask you, what about a dollar cost averaging strategy? You take some, put it in now. You take some more, you put it in three months. You put some more in in six months, nine months, et cetera. Okay, if you have a wad of money just sitting there let me check i don't think i do but i'll find out
1: in my opinion it is a dumb idea to dollar cost average a lump this is a lot for me i have 31 dollars in my wallet that you foolishly kept in cash for far too long apparently
2: okay but let's say you came into an inheritance of cash
1: well then put it all in the market how come because the market goes up three times for every one time it goes down the market goes up
2: 75% Seventy-five percent of the time. In what periods of, of years. time? Years, okay. Because days, it's years. like fifty-one percent to forty-nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close. That's so you don't pay and any months, attention to it's days. Like 60% Sixty percent of months or forty. Yeah, something like that. But but when you look
1: at years, it's 75 25 because the market investing in the global economy through stocks is a long-term endeavor. It's a it's get here. Let me compare it with this. If you started a business, would you start the business? on Monday and sell it on Thursday. No. You you would when you invest in a business, you invest for the long haul. It takes time to build wealth, to get customers, to grow your company, and that's like all the other companies out there. It can take time. There are setbacks that occur. You never know when those are going to happen, so it you have to have a long-term attitude. You and the other thing you need to be very careful about is thinking of profits that you have made as being money that you already earned that's because that's one of the reasons people want to get Say out of again? these that again mean what do you mean well what when when you've you invested 10 years ago in 2009 before yep. the market started going up you invested a lot of money then it's gone up gone up gone up over the years you've tripled your money over that period of time you think you put a hundred thousand in you think that two hundred thousand you made is your money and boy if the market goes down i'm not giving that up so you think i'm at a high i need to sell to protect my profits you it doesn't work that way well because it requires perfect timing And perfect timing requires an ability to predict the future, which is literally impossible. Tom
0: and Don are talking real money.
1: Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Only because it's really important. Dealing with money is something we all do all the time. And one of the things you should be doing with your money and a lot of people aren't doing, apparently, is saving it for retirement. Saving it, not just saving it, but investing it properly for retirement. Not playing with it, not speculating with it, not doing dumb things with it. And apparently not even listening to AAII oh, when it no. comes to investing okay, well, your look. money. I am I have been so angry with AAII <laughs> lately. The American Association of mm. Individual Investors, they send me all of these awful emails... About these tricks they have for beating the market.
2: Knowing what types of stocks to buy, avoid getting into a stock too late, finding the time to do stock analysis, plus plus the uh, ever-present uncertainty surrounding knowing when to sell. This all from... Charles Rotblutt, who is the Rot Gut? What? No, it says Rotblut. <laughs> I'm reading it. He's CFA. I'm just saying it sounds like Which means rot-cut. he's a smart guy, and he's also the AAII Journal editor. I don't care if they run around telling people to buy individual stocks. I think it's poor advice. But here's when I get excited. I do. Yeah. Here's when I get excited. When yeah. they start quoting, or no, when they start affiliating their program right. with a guy named Eugene Fama who won a Nobel Prize for a thing called the efficient market hypothesis, which really kind of says there is no way to beat the market by finding inefficiencies. Buying Amazon when it was $100 instead of whatever it is, $3,000 today, whatever. That's what Fama says. And yet here in this article, here in this article, because they're suggesting you buy value stocks momentum stocks and quality stocks they are saying well we're going to invest just like gene fama says that's a little like the american tobacco institute saying no that's not even good enough how about somebody saying tobacco yes we know smoking is bad but you really should support the tobacco industry and there's i mean this is horrible absolutely horrible advertising here
1: here, here's the thing is what they think they what they like to pretend they've got at aai is some insider secret Ooh, we found the insider secret. Well, Eugene Fama and Ken French, two very respected professors in economics, came up with, along with a number of other people, various factors that have shown a tendency to improve returns over time, but they also tend to have higher risk associated with them more volatility higher volatility, volatility. You go. Okay. Higher volatility. Yep. and 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 we these make, buying stocks like this makes sense but what they're imp, it's the implication yeah, exactly. buying so I mean, uh, so what they are is that small companies value stocks mm-hmm. there is some evidence that quality or higher earnings is It adds to a stock's quality for some reason and uh, momentum that that stocks that are rising continue to rise for a while or they've tended to in the past, all past tense. But here's my problem with all this is they make it appear there. It's a false comparison, for example. That last point you mentioned, plus the ever-present uncertainty surrounding knowing when to sell, <laughs> there is no way that Fama or French's approach, in any way, shape, manner, or form,
2: tells you when to sell or which stocks to buy before it's too late. This this is so irresponsible.
1: Yeah, they I, just I should not be you, associating
2: if, themselves with Eugene Fama. It, if Walter Schloss, I don't know well enough to know what his advice is, and Benjamin Graham, who was the sort of inventor, if you will, of value investing, who at the end of his life came around and said, yeah, you could do all this, but you're going to do better just by buying the market. You'll, you'll be better off. And they
1: nowhere in here do they mention that these factors, when you put, when you focus on these factors, you would, you have in the past, and it's all past tense, tended to increase your volatility mm-hmm. in your portfolio. Yeah. That's why we believe in having those factors in portfolios. But you need to have a lot of stuff too, a lot more stuff to keep that volatility down. And they don't do it. They're just trying to get you to subscribe to their really pricey newsletter. It's $279 a year, but it was $429 well, a year. Well,
2: this is not as blasphemous as the other email they sent out. Remember they had the one that showed 1,000% a year or whatever yeah. return? If you Buying micro-cap stock. Micro cap Good Lord. I mean, it's so... I, I, and, mm.
1: and they claimed, wait, but here's what really... That, that one was egregious. What they claimed there is that if you bought their stocks, that the stocks they recommended went up like 1,200%. Yeah. But the reason they went up 1,200% is because when they put these stocks that hardly trade in their newsletter, their loyal readers went out and bought them, propelling the price higher. So it was an artificial increase in the price. People who bought the stock, you know, like with the last one who read their newsletter, who got it in the mail, you know, like it was mail <laughs> from Florida and got to Washington six weeks later. Yeah. The guy who read it in Washington bought it when it was
2: up 1200% well, no, that he should have been the that should have been the sell indicator I'm getting my newsletter oh. get out of this stock right now anyway i mean the point of the matter is again a a i i should be giving general advice to people about investing they do not do that what they do in even no. in the chapter here in seattle we know the people there they're friendly but what they do is they're, they're bring, <laughs> they are they like us we've been there we've spoken and but it's the idea du jour right it's the stock picker of the month it's the new guy with the new and i get it that's they need to have some sort of momentum there but people start believing that's how you invest for the long haul and you shouldn't the evidence is really? that you do you will not do as well as just buying an index fund that's the. I think line. I.
1: This is my opinion. I'm going.
2: This is commentary from Don McDonald.
1: I believe that AAII has gone from an organization that was devoted to in, educating investors yeah. to an organization that is devoted to enriching the insiders at the company. Wow. At the non. Wow, that, that's a strong statement. I believe that with all my heart, because why in the heck would you be charging three hundred dollars a year for a newsletter? In a nonprofit organization, why do you need that kind of money?
2: And I have no idea never, the newsletter business today. How much? Like, what does Dan Weiner charge for his Vanguard newsletter now? I, you know, I don't know. I used to charge ninety nine bucks That's a right.
1: year for You're my newsletter. Yeah. And I was I was making $300,000 a year off a $99 newsletter. I know that the guys at, St- at uh, Stansbury are making millions mm-hmm. off of their newsletters at $49 a pop. Millions.
2: Well, maybe we uh, should be making a The newsletter
1: then. business is a very, very lucrative business. And,
2: and, and, and you can say anything in a newsletter. You're protected
1: by the First Amendment. Oh, that was my favorite part. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to register with the SEC. Right. You can say any darn thing you want in a newsletter, and there is no one looking over your shoulder going, "You can't say that." I could. I could have recommended in my newsletter, uh, uh, bad real estate partnerships. I could have, as long as it wasn't a, an outright scam. Like wasn't Jordan there another? Goodman.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't there another? guy media guy that did that it didn't turn out yeah. well but well he didn't just do it in a newsletter either
1: that's where he got in Jordan. trouble yeah. he was actually collecting commissions a for lot of commissions I, for example if i had said in my newsletter i really love woodbridge go out and buy it mm-hmm. and i had no financial ties to woodbridge no one would have any ability to come after me for that because i was f- protected by the first amendment the yeah, SEC couldn't true. come after that's me. Nobody. Good. Yeah, that's right. So these newsletters, trust me, they can say anything they want with impunity, and will, by the way, to get the and eyeballs. Most will. Yeah, yeah, I would be. I would be. There, there are a couple. Stansbury Research. I think I'd, I'd run screaming from their newsletters. The other one is Banyan Hill out of Florida. They're, they're another one that sells just whatever. If you want to trade futures, we'll sell you a newsletter for that. Whatever it is, we'll sell you a newsletter for that. There's a newsletter for that. 855-935-TALK is our number. Call, get a book, a copy of Financial Physics that doesn't tell you to do stupid things. It tells you to do smart things. And you get it free when you call the show at 855-935-TALK when we're live on Saturdays. Only when we're live on Saturdays.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com
0: guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: And if you're looking to get a decent income in retirement, if you really haven't saved enough, if you want ideas on how to build the wealth you need to generate that income some ways to generate it in retirement without resorting to annuities tom's already taught one of these lunch ed classes uh this month and it was a sellout the one on march for fir- a may 1st is a sellout so we scheduled two more so get your tickets for either a lunch ed on a wednesday the 22nd or br- uh, brunch ed on the 11th of may at talkingrealmoney.com